This house where I write is perched on the side of a small hill. There are disadvantages to this, strong wind from all directions, sometimes several directions at once, low-flying helicopters and horizontal rain. The main advantage is the horizon, stretching far into Mayo. It is beautiful, especially now, but I am not easily tethered, and tethered we all are into the foreseeable future. How much of the future is ever foreseeable? Or is foresight a comforting illusion? Should we have seen this coming, the talking heads ask? Well, yes, and we did, although some people seem astonished. Now that it has come, I am not surprised. What has stunned me is being locked down. On certain mornings, the need to escape was as sharp as hunger. I imagine our view replaced by one from some impossible apartment in Montparnasse, where I look out my window and see, emerging from the cloud below me, the twin spires of Notre Dame, the distant Eiffel Tower and the grey leaden roofs that give the city its blue evening haze. I can practically taste Paris. Notre Dame burned in its Easter conflagration over a year ago. I have internalised that glorious space. I can walk inside and look at the rose window, stop at the gold icon given to Paris by the Eastern Church, remember when I went there for the first time young and full of joy, or went again in grief to find comfort and hope. I can relive the all-enveloping sound of a Bach fugue on the great organ, rolling over the bodies of the listeners in a physical wave. Notre Dame will rise again, but until then it lives as a memory palace for the millions around the world who were drawn into its generous beauty. And amazingly, the organ, though badly damaged, has been saved. <laughs>